is the Storymobile podcast. We are a solar-powered moving art space that travels to events and through neighborhoods to collect your stories. The St. Paul Almanac book was created in 2005 and has since been released annually. The goal is to bring together the diverse community of St. Paul through literary arts. The Almanac is a meeting place for sharing stories and artwork of our community. This year, the St. Paul Almanac released their 11th volume, On a Collected Path. As part of a reading festival, authors have gathered at various venues throughout St. Paul to read their fabulous work. On Tuesday, May 16th, readers gathered at Common Good Books to read their pieces from St. Paul Almanac's Volume 11, On a Collected Path. Our next reader is A. Everett Beek, and she is a scholar of Latin and Greek poetry. She has a PhD from the University of Minnesota and a BA from McAllister College. <clears throat> and she has taught at the University of St. Thomas. Beyond her academic publications, she has published a poem in the St. Paul Sidewalk Poetry Contest. Welcome, Everett. Um, I'm, I'm going to start by reading the poem that I have in the almanac. Um, and uh, it's called Idiom to Lose One's Job. It's uh, rather gloomy, as you may guess. I wrote it after losing my job. Um, so I'm going to read that one first and then do two short ones that are slightly less, uh, slightly less uh, gloomy. Anyway, it's, uh, it's on page 226 if you have the almanac in front of you. Well, Idiom to lose one's job. I told my friend I lost my job, as if I had left it on the train or dropped it in the grocery store, <laughs> then spent all afternoon calling around places I might have left it, maybe posted signs on the lamppost around the neighborhood. I said I lost my job because I didn't want to say my boss declined to renew my contract because, well, she didn't say why, because it's at-will employment, she can dismiss me if she doesn't like the color of my shoes, and I have no recourse to demand a satisfying answer. All I can do is pack up my office while I stew in speculation over whether it was my performance, or my pacing, or my accent, or my shoes. You see, we have these concise, mercifully conventionalized phrases so we can explain a difficult situation without bursting into tears, possibly while still at the office, possibly in front of your former co-workers, possibly while panicking over what you're going to say to your children or how you're going to pay the gas bill. It helps to dismiss it as some casual inconvenience that anyone might mention over dinner, something that could have been prevented by a single moment of closer attention or better foresight, something that doesn't imply a glaring, insurmountable flaw in your person. I lost my gloves. I lost my phone. I lost my job. But. This transparent circumlocution didn't stop me from bursting into tears when I told my friend. So the next one, uh, the next one is called Dinner Out, The Dropped Glass. And this one, uh, this one also is written in a restaurant. For, uh, <laughs> um, so when the shatter sang around the room, and every head was turned, and all the din receded just a moment, I was shocked that such a potent silence should arise from something so mundane as breaking glass. Or was it just the tension in the room, a common breath we took, 
and which dispersed as soon as we had seen the danger past. That night we all had delicate desires so lightly balanced that we feared to smash. <laughs> and the, uh, the last one I have is called The Unfathomable, Unfathomable Distance Across the Table. I wrote this about a friend of mine, uh, someone I've known for many, many years, who uh, uh, does not like to be touched. Your words were the most solid part of you, solid enough to cast a shadow on my clear-as-glass expression. Still your hands I can't substantiate, nor shoulders yet can I confirm aren't phantoms, nor your hair, as weighted down as silver as it is, could I affirm has mass to speak of. How am I to navigate the air between us when you're not there? How can I conjure you? I need you to be real. All I find is your voice of dark blue flannel on my ear, and distant eyes on my down-feathered mind. To hear more stories, learn more about Storymobile, and to find out where we'll be pedaling off to next, visit storymobile.org.